You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. We are partnered with BetMGM. My notes just went down. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this exactly here. Hold on, because I've got to get my show reads in real quick. Um, this has never happened to me before. Hold on. Um, hello, Justin. How you doing, dude? What's going on, Mike? Good All right. You. Sorry. Sorry again. This has never happened to me before. I generally have my uh, my reads right there, and they just all went down. So, um, just a, just a second here. Um, uh, let's see here. Shane, is this possible to start this over in a second? I've never had this happen to me before. Little technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm having a slight technical issue right here. Um, if not, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what. Hold on. Let me get my I'm, – I'm just going to pull it up manually here. I do apologize about this, everybody. This has never happened to me before. Um, got to pay the bills. Yeah, I got to pay the bills, dude. So what's going on in Justin Spears' world? Uh, not much, man. Um, just grinding away, uh, trying to, you know, you know, enjoy a little bit of time off before – you know, I, I get into, you know, NFL draft coverage. I'll be out there in Kansas City next week. Um, I'll be out there from Tuesday through Friday. And I'm going to be there specifically for the guy that I'm wearing the shirt right here, Bijan Robinson. Expected very to cool. go in the first round. Very, I'm very excited to see where, where he's going to land. I mean, I've seen a lot of mock drafts where he could go anywhere from 10 to early 20s. He's not going to go out of the first round. He's a first-round talent. Any team that takes him is going to be so lucky to have him. And, again, it's, it's very interesting because since he's a running back, he's kind of a player that can go from top 10 to mid-20s. Uh, he's got a, a wide range in which he can right. fall to. But uh, I think he's going to be a terrific NFL player and a guy that sticks around for a long time because he's, he's a very special running back. Okay, now I got the reads. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate that. And again, never happened to me before like that. But if you haven't signed up for BetMGM, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign in using bonus code PHNX. Place a pregame Moneyline wager in the amount of at least $10 on any market at standard odds price. You'll receive $10 in bonus bets. And uh, regardless of the outcome of your wager, just make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. Plus, join us at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Arena for all the Suns Away playoff games. Our PHNX watch parties presented by Neutral will feature uh, food and drink, special uh, PHNX giveaways, and BetMGM deposit matches. Join us by grabbing your free tickets in the note uh, in the show notes. Check out uh, uh, check out the show notes for full uh, details. Now let's hear Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Or 21 plus to wager, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 
All right, now we're back. We're ready to rock and roll right here. Now, joined by the great Justin Spears. Follow him on Twitter at Justin Esports. He's going to be shouted out by the Inside the NBA crew at some point. I would imagine maybe tonight if he's watching, but that's only if Justin's actually involved with it. Then you can follow our Arizona Daily Star beat writer for the Arizona Wildcats football squad. We're going to talk a lot about that. Um, and again, overall, just a... Uh, Things going pretty well for Justin. We're going to talk a lot about Bijan Robinson right there. So, uh, well, uh, saddle up. But first, wanted to talk a little bit of Arizona basketball here first. Um, Carter, a lot has been made about Carter or uh, Tommy Lloyd's recruiting, Justin, and you know it's kind of a it's kind of a unique approach because we both covered Sean Miller, where you're going to offer a ton of five stars and you're probably going to reel in a couple of those five stars. With Tommy Lloyd, it's far more. Um, Pick and choose, I guess, for lack of a better term. Now, uh, Carter Bryant has announced his uh, that he will be uh, announcing his uh, decision Wednesday or next Wednesday. This, to me, is a huge, huge day for Tommy Lloyd and the Arizona basketball program. No doubt. And Carter Bryant is one of the top players in the country, and rightfully so. And a lot of people who are in the know with what's going on in the NBA – like you look at mock drafts right now, right. Carter Bryant's projected to go top three, top five. This right. is a very special talent that could be coming to the University of Arizona. Uh, but he's, he's 2024, am I correct? Correct, yeah. So he would so, be coming in the following so, year, correct. Yeah, so he would actually 2025 NBA mock drafts was what I was talking about. But who knows what, what Carter Bryant's up to. Maybe he reclassifies, I don't know. But I like him in that 2024 class coming in the following year. And it gives Arizona just a lot of firepower. And, you know, a lot of people were wondering how can Tommy Lloyd recruit? Yes. We all know at Gonzaga, he was bringing in all the international players, but if you think about it, that's how Gonzaga had to recruit. They couldn't right. go up against UCLA and Arizona and all these other big time programs on the West coast. So they changed up their philosophy. They got all of these, international players to come in and thrive. And now if you notice, now that Gonzaga is a brand name at basketball, they're getting one and done. They're getting five-star players in the who's who in the, in, in, uh, you know, out of the high school ranks in the United States. Uh, but, you know, for Eric, for Tommy Lloyd, a lot of people have that question. Can he get those five-star players that are right here in the United States? Well, he got Kylan Boswell to come to Arizona. 18-year-old Kylan Boswell. Eight, now 18 years old. Happy birthday, Kylan. Uh, can you believe it? He's 18 years old. It's just mind-boggling. Mind, mind it is. A, a freshman that's 18? No way, man. <laughs> but if they were to get Carter Bryant next week, we're talking Kyla Boswell and then all of a sudden Carter Bryant, and then you add in all the other recruits like a K.J. Lewis who's going to be – Your guy, K.J. Lewis. Shout-out to K.J. But, again, a lot of people had questions. Can Tommy Lloyd get guys in the United States who are high-level players? And he showed it. He can do it. Yeah, and that's what that's what's really going to be a big. Now, let's talk about our expectations for next year's team. By the way, it was broken or it was put out there. Ryan Nemhard was still on campus uh, yesterday, so hanging out with his brother, hanging out with a couple other people there. That is a good little. Uh, that's a. I would imagine that's a good thing right there for Arizona. And Shane, if you have a moment, if you could pull up the graphic that Sean DePaz made about the players coming back for Arizona, I want to get Justin's opinion on how a Ryan Nemhard would figure into this graph right here. Okay, so you got Boswell, you got Ballow, you got Larson. Uh, you put in Nemhard right there, and this is with all due respect to Kirk Kreese, Justin, that's a that's an upgrade and all of a sudden a backcourt that can cause some real problems for uh, opposing teams. 
No doubt. And Ryan Emhart's also a really good three-point shooter, too. And I know that he's labeled as a point guard, and a lot of people are wondering, how can Ryan Emhart fit in with Kylan Boswell? He fits in perfectly because he right. is more of a three-point shooter, where uh, Kylan Boswell, he's more of a well-rounded guy. Kylan Boswell's not afraid to get in the paint and bang a little bit and maybe draw contact and get to the free-throw line or maybe knock down the occasional mid-range jumper. Kylan Boswell is everything you want in a point guard. And when you put, pair him up with a guy like a Ryan Nemhard, who is a really great ball handler, again, he's a point guard, a guy who can facilitate and a guy who can also knock down the three efficiently, now we're talking about a guy who can fit perfectly within Tommy Lloyd's system. So you put in a Kylan Boswell at 18 years old. You get a Ryan Nemhard who's – you know, been playing college basketball for a little bit, now looking for his next opportunity before he takes off to the NBA, hopefully. Right. And then you put that with a maturing Pell Larson, um, who you would think will learn about being what it takes to be in the starting lineup, right? He really struggled. Tommy Lloyd made that decision to put Cedric Henderson in the starting lineup and Pella uh, coming off the bench. Maybe now that Pella Larson has been able to go through the ebbs and flows of being a starter now he could finally be able to be mature enough to be uh, taken on that starting role. So I really like Arizona's roster. Um, mm. I'm curious to see how they replace a guy like Azulis Tubelis if he, in fact, stays in the NBA. But with, with Umar Balo, a big like that in the middle, there, there's a lot to work with if you're Tommy Lloyd. Does you, does, you, does you feel like an NBA player to you? I feel like he does. He is. Because you look at right now in the NBA playoffs, look at the guy that he – strives to be true Sacramento Kings DeMontis Sabonis he wears with a healthy chest he's both (laughs) a sternum contusion that is the uh I'm stealing this from my buddy Mark Lawson but that is the most WWE injury I've ever heard in basketball (laughs) a a, a sternum contusion but DeMontis Sabonis you look at how he is able to play I think that I think he, I think Azulis Tubelis can't fit in the NBA. Again, you don't need it out to have a three-point shot. A lot of people are thinking, oh, he's not going to play center. He's going to play power forward. In order to play power forward in the NBA, you got to have a knockdown three-pointer. And I made this comparison, and I'm not even saying that Azulis Tubelis and Aaron Gordon are the same players because they're not. Aaron Gordon was a great defensive player. Right. Aaron Gordon is an athletic specimen. He's also a lottery pick. Azulis mm-hmm. Tubelis is not that. Azulis Tubelis can run down the floor. He's very quick. He's very agile. Is he the, the high flyer like an Aaron Gordon? No. Is he the defensive player like an Aaron Gordon? No. But there are a lot of things that Azulis Tubelis can work on that are really important for the NBA. He's a really good mid-range player. He can work around the basket. He doesn't need a three-pointer. And the point I was trying to make is that Aaron Gordon is not a three-point shooter. Right. You don't need to be a three-point shooter in order to be a starting power forward or an impactful power forward in the NBA. That's that's a total myth. It, it's all about fit. Now, with that being said, will Azulis Tubelis really find that right fit? He's really gambling on himself because he's not going to go in the first round, and he might not even go in the 30s. We're talking about a mid-second-round pick out of Azulis Tubelis, and we've seen guys who have been drafted in the second round in the past. Look at Kadeem Allen, the point guard. He got drafted by the Celtics a year and a half later. Right. He was out great of the point. NBA, and we didn't ever hear from him ever again. So I'm hoping Azulis Tubelis has a great NBA career. I think there's a lot of framework that can make him an NBA player. But 
that's this is a big gamble. I would have much rather see him come back for another season. All right, now. Justin Spears is going in. By the way, I feel terrible about this because I had, a, I had a glitch at the beginning. My fault. Definitely not the people's behind the uh, uh, scenes fault. But you need to listen to Justin Spears and Ali. 7-9, 1490. And what is the High Def channel again? Yes, 94.9 HD Channel 4. 94.9 HD Channel 4 as well. Again, 7-9, to 9, Monday through Friday. Great show. Both of them have great chemistry with each other. And... A lot of impactful information right there. Also, you see Justin Spears wearing a Bijan Robinson shirt. All right. Yeah. You, might, you might say to yourself, Mike, where can I go watch the NFL draft if I can't be like Justin hanging out with Bijan during the NFL draft? I have the answer for you. Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe. The best place to take on the NFL draft on April 27th is at Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub. Register for free in the link and the show notes in the description and take advantage of all the beer specials. Must be 21 years or up to enjoy, and again, enjoy responsibly, and tap and bottle. Again, tap and bottle watch parties, had them all year, going to have them again. In the meantime, though, check them out downtown. Again, Scott and Rebecca, you can get Four Peaks, or you can go to the Northwest location. Justin has met me at the Northwest location before. So if it's good enough for, every, if it's good enough for us, it should be good enough for everybody. Actually, that sounded pretentious. I didn't mean it that way. But again, check it out. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Carter Bryant, um, he will be announcing on Wednesday to answer your questions. Let's talk a little bit about your guy, Bijan Robinson, because you've been uh, show you how much show you how smart Justin is. I told him I thought it would be a very high hurdle for uh, uh, Bijan to uh, uh, surpass Mario Bates as the best running back to come out of Tucson. Justin looked at me like I was crazy, as he should have. Justin, it is your time to spike the football in my face with your guy Bijan Robinson right there because you clearly won that one right there. It's it's really hard, man, because you ask people who come from you know certain generations, and remember, I played against Kadeem Carey in high school, right? So I've seen Kadeem up close and in person. Uh, Kadeem, without a doubt, was just a special talent. I mean, everyone saw it. He, he went on to have a great career in college, got drafted by the Chicago Bears, is killing it in, in the CFL right now with the Calgary mm-hmm. Stampeders. Like, Kadeem Carey's a great running back, will always go down as one of the best in Tucson history. But, man, there's just there's something different about Bijan and his ability to catch out of the backfield. And, that, and that's another thing that a lot of people don't really talk about is Bijan's so impactful in the pass game. Kadeem right. Carey was a workhorse running back who would just hit you in the face over and over again. He would also find ways to juke you and, and figure out, you know, how to pick up yards. B. John Robinson is the Swiss Army knife of running backs, and that's why a lot of people are so high on him in the NFL draft. And maybe he could even go number 10 to Philadelphia because Philadelphia, they don't have a, a player like a Miles Sanders. So right. he could fit in perfectly and be everything for Jalen Hurts, and it, it could be the ultimate weapon for Nick Sirianni. But I'll just—I'll never forget watching Bijan, you know, as as a young player, and I just—I was—I was amazed by how mature he was. Right. Uh, just not only on the field, but his presence, how he carried himself on and off the field, and it was—it was—it uh, was a show, man. It, every single week, I'll never forget, you know, going to cover a South Point football game. And seeing South Point just kick the snot out of a team, and then the opposing players are asking to take pictures with Bijan. <laughs> For sure. And the fans, little kids, they're all lining up to, 
to take pictures and maybe have an autograph for B. John Robinson. Like, like they just wanted to touch him. Like that's, that's how impactful this guy is. And he, and he was always so humble and he's so grounded in his faith, has a great family, a great background and his support system is amazing. Uh, and he's just such a great human being and right. everything that he's gotten in life, it's well-deserved because he's always been such a world-class human being. When you, when people talk about Bijan, they don't talk about Bijan, the football player. Yes, it's special. They talk about Bijan, how he is as a man. And the, as he continues to mature, man, I'm so proud of that guy because I saw him from a chubby cheek freshman at South right. Point Catholic. And now he's about to be a first round draft pick and he's about to impact everyone in his family and reach that goal that he, that he always strived for his entire life, man. It's, it's really, it's truly special, man. You know what's remarkable, too, about Bijan Robinson is the next person, and again, when you're in the public spotlight, you're always going to find somebody that doesn't like somebody. You know, that's just the way it is when you're, you know, whether you're an athlete, whether you're in the media, whatever the case may be. The next person that has something negative to say about Bijan Robinson, the person will be the first. That's what's amazing about him. You yeah. will not find anybody that has come across B. John Robinson, whether he was at Sal Point, you know, whether he was playing with the Falcons, whether, uh, you know, his Pop Warner team, whether wherever it was, you will never find anybody that has something negative to say about Bijan. And to me, that's the greatest thing you can say about somebody that's been in the spotlight the way that he has. Yes. And I'll never forget when he committed to Texas. You know, it, a lot of people were bummed, but they were also like, man, we're really bummed. We wish that you would have stuck around and played at Arizona, but we wish you the best of luck. Like, I don't really remember anyone being too bitter about Bijan leaving Tucson. And it was it was a perfect situation for him, going out to Texas, uh, befriending Matthew McConaughey. And mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey has impacted his life so much. Like, Bijan, he wants to be in entertainment outside of football. He wants to be an actor. He wants to live that lifestyle. And so going to a place like Texas where you can be good buddies with Matthew McConaughey, the last three, four years of Bijan's life, it has set him up for the next 20 to 30 years and more. Right. And he, every decision that he's made in life has always been calculated and measured. And it, it's always paid off for him. Every single step that that man has taken, he is always – done things the right way and he's going to continue to do that wherever he goes so i'm i'm super pumped for Bijan, and i just i can't wait to see him be able to finally celebrate all of his hard work in kansas city on thursday yeah i was uh, i got something we're going to talk some arizona football now as justin is the beat writer for the arizona daily star covering arizona football but you might say to yourself, Mike, where's a place I could watch Arizona football? That's a great question. Check out Illegal Pete's. Okay, here's the deal with Illegal Pete's. Happy hour every day from 3 to 6. Delicious ingredients and customizable options are the perfect way to treat your guests to a culinary adventure they'll never forget. To book your catering order, head to catering.illegalpete's.com. And again, go to spot for burritos. Buddies and beer. I might be up at uh, Illegal Pete's this Saturday. I'm going to be hanging out with Brody mm. Dryden up in Tempe. So again, hide the or hide everybody. That's cool because we're going to be up there right there. But again, check it out, Illegal Pete's. All right, let's talk Arizona football now. Jetfish. Um, I, and I don't think that I'm going to be speaking out of turn here, but I was talking with Lathan Ransom's father uh, probably about a year ago, something like that. We go to the same gym, mm -hmm. and I asked him. I said, you know. 
if you were, you know, back in the, if, if Lathan was coming up now, and again, obviously not Bijan Robinson, but a starter at Ohio State from South Point speaks for itself. Um, and I said, would you consider Arizona? And he said, honestly, he said, we would have definitely given Arizona some real consideration. He said, but you need to remember here. He said, we didn't eat. And he said, I don't want to speak for Bijan, but he said, you know, my son and Bijan, I couldn't really in good faith send my kid to go play for Kevin Sumlin. And he said, but I see, he said, I see the way Jed Fish is recruiting. I see the way that Jed Fish is doing things around there. And he said, it would be interesting. And that to me is an ultimate compliment to Jed Fish that the way that the energy that he has around this program right now, I think is going to start bringing in kids, has brought in kids that might not have otherwise considered Arizona, Justin. Lathan Ransom grew up going to Arizona football games. Right. Uh, B. John Robinson also grew up going to Arizona football games. Uh, but the opportunities that they were presented with were so much better than Arizona. And the thing that's so attractive about Arizona now, because they're still in the rebuilding process, right? Like Arizona right. went five and seven last year. You know, there's, they still haven't made a bowl game under Jeff Fish. But the, the kind of guys that they are getting that are going to rebuild Arizona and get them back to the promised land, is the NFL experience that they have on the staff. This is a huge reason why Arizona has been able to get the T-Macs of the world and Jacob Cowlings and, and Jaden DeLore out of the transfer portal because they look at the professional setting that these coaches are building and all the years combined in college and high-level college football, the amount of experience that is on the staff right now a lot of players want to go and be a part of it. And I was thinking about this, you know, when I was writing kind of like my spring football recap. Like, man, could you imagine you're, a, you know, an early enrollee and <laughs> like, let, let's say like Genesis Smith, right? Right. These, these guys who were just in high school last semester and now they're on the practice field at the University of Arizona. And, oh, guess who's stopping by practice? Oh, uh, Bill Belichick. You guys remember him? Right. Yeah, you, you guys you know remember Bill Belichick. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you guys know Bill Belichick, the head coach of the uh, New England Patriots, a what eight times Super Bowl champion with also right. the, the New York Giants too. Right. As a um, DC, yeah. As a DC, this guy's won a lot of Super Bowls. This guy's considered the greatest NFL coach of all time. And oh, by the way, he's wearing a block A visor, right. and he's going to talk to you guys. Right. Oh, hey, by, by the way, guys, today our special guest is Pete Carroll. Our special guest today is Brian Billick. Mike Smith, right. Zach Taylor for the Bengals. Like these NFL coaches are coming by and they're watching Arizona's practices. And so you think about this too. Like if you're a, a player and you have these NFL eyes on you at practice, this is this is what you signed up for. You wanted right. to be in this pro style environment and also the competition, whether it's individuals, whether it's team, whether it's a team bonding experiences. I don't know if you've been monitoring the Arizona football page pages mm -hmm. on social media recently, yeah. but they're doing like a, a team Olympics where they break up the teams right. and, and each one has their own colored shirt and they're doing competition like beach volleyball and going to the aquatic center and jumping off the high dive. Like it, it's such a tight knit bond, but it's also a pro style setting. And as a football player, as a young player that's trying to get to the NFL that's exactly what you want. You want stability, but you also want to be trained like you're going to that next level. So it's a perfect formula that Jetfish has in place. 
And when you can present that to T-Mac, to a Raymond Polito, a great offensive lineman, to all these other transfer portal guys, it's going to make them say, you know what? Maybe Tucson, Arizona ain't so bad after all. Sign me up. Right. And here, so let's talk about it. Let's get into a little bit of the nuts and bolts because Justin has been on T-Mac from day one. I'm not going to give Justin too much credit as T-Mac was a five-star receiver. We've had talks about him up in the in the press box, but uh, Justin's been a big fan from day one and Justin was obviously right there. But <laughs> let me, let's talk about some guys that I think could break out really this year. First and foremost, I'm looking at Key and Burnett. I mean, I know you've got Tanner McLaughlin right there, and he's fantastic. That was an all-time find by the staff. But, Justin, the ex-four-star tight end that was a USC commit, Chester's uh, little or, uh, little kid, little kid, um, he looks different, man. And I think he's going to force his way onto the field in one way, shape, or form. I don't know if that's two tight end sets, how exactly you're going to do it, but I think he's going to be a monster this year. He looks like an NFL-type player. Yeah, he's the, the guy that's going to be – really Arizona's go-to tight end once Tanner McLaughlin is gone. Because uh, Tanner McLaughlin, I think he might be gone either next this year or next year, but right. he's got he's got a couple of years on, on T and Burnett, and maybe he decides I should go and declare for the NFL draft early. But regardless, my the, the, the thing about Arizona is they're not afraid to, to use multiple tight ends. And right. I think there could be a system where we see – two tight ends on the field between Tanner McLaughlin and Kean Burnett. The thing about Kean that makes him so special is that he's also a really good blocker too. Right. Uh, he's a good blocker, but he's a, a really good route runner. Mm-hmm. And we've seen so many times this year is that his, his big play ability to, to make, to make those splash plays, get those 20 right. yards. He can go up and high point balls with anybody. Like he can go up with, you know, some Arizona's best defensive backs. Like I think about all of the, 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 the great receivers that Arizona has and the guys who can go up and just get something if Jaden Delora throws it up. T-Mac is up there. T-Mac's number one. He's had his shoulders above everyone. But then you got to put a guy like Keon Burnett right there. His length, his athleticism, um, he reminds me very much of – uh, maybe like a Hunter Henry type in the NFL. Uh, dude, I love it. Yeah, for sure. That's a great so, comparison. So he's very tall, can can run very well with the football, but just a big body. He's he's the prototypical tight end. And I think after taking a step back and really learning from Tanner McLaughlin in year one, now being the cohort to Tanner McLaughlin, I think it's going to give Arizona that extra dimension that they've been looking for. All right, two other guys, too. Kevin Green, I believe a lot of people are upset that Arizona didn't get Gary Bryant and that he's going to go somewhere else. I was always in the camp where I, Gary Bryant's good. I'm not saying he's not. But I didn't think we really needed Gary Bryant, Justin, quite frankly, because you got Kevin Green right there. And Kevin Green, we both saw him last year. He starred during spring, didn't get a lot of run this past year, obviously. But, man, that third position right there, depending on how it comes out, that's his for the taking. It wouldn't surprise me at all the second he hits the field if he doesn't really come off. Well, think about Kevin Green. He was a highly rated recruit. He was committed to USC. Yeah. So, so the guy, yeah, the guy he's pretty much replacing the starting lineup went to USC. This guy was committed to USC. Same with Keen Burnett, you know, and it goes back to the whole recruiting aspect of Arizona we were talking about is if they got Raymond Polito from Alabama to flip. Right. Uh, or he was committed to Alabama, got him to flip to Arizona. They got Keon Burnett and, and Kevin Green to flip from USC to Arizona. 
But Kevin Green is a very quick, twitchy wide receiver. Um, he still needs to be more reliable in terms of catching the ball. There were a yeah. handful of times where he, he had some drops. And I think there were a couple of uh, interceptions this spring that Jaden Delora threw where it went off the hands of Kevin Green. Right. So bringing in the football definitely needs to work on that a little bit. But when he's out in space, he's a very special player. And he can catch the ball. Like He's had some really good practices this year. So I think it's more all about – getting the reps, getting the repetition and being alongside T-Mac and Jacob Cowling and figuring out how those guys are going to work together. But Jacob Cowling, he's going to be replacing Dorian Singer. Right. So he at the, the Z wide At the Z spot, yeah. It. So he's going to be Arizona's pretty much go-to receiver. Dorian Singer was second in the Pac-12 in receiving yards. Jacob Cowling led the Pac-12 in catches. Um, Jacob Cowling, now in that role, I think could turn into an all-American type of wide receiver. And then you got T-Mac, who is right. the, the biggest playmaker of the ball, the guy who's going to go up and make these Odell Beckham One-handed catches. catches. I think he's Spider-Man sometimes, the, the, right. the catches that he makes. So this is a good core. It, the fact that Arizona can say, oh, we only lost Dorian Singer, who, by the way, got run with the twos in yeah. USC spring game. Grass ain't always greener on the other side. So I think now with Kevin Green taking over a larger role, and don't sleep on the walk-ons. Don't sleep on don't sleep on uh, Devin Hyatt. Devin Hyatt. Well. You know, there 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 were some 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 talented players there. And plus the the freshmen like a Malachi Riley, there's a lot of depth here at Arizona's wide receiver spot. Yes, they're young, they're raw, but Jetfish doesn't really tap into those guys. He's like, these are my guys, the starters that we're rolling with. These are going to be the guys that we're going to go with. And then the guys who are behind him are going to constantly develop and get better in practice. So that way, when their time comes, they'll be ready. Speaking of grass being greener on the other side, let me tell you about OGs. Now, there's so much more than gummies (laughs) right here. I thought that was good. Um, Feeling, uh, again... OGs is here. They are part of the community right here. That's what's so great about it. You can get all different kinds of stuff, and you can find them at your local dispensary. OGs brands must be 21 and uh, up to enjoy or, and to enjoy responsibly. Again, all kinds of good stuff. Two-to-one ratio to your uh, CBN, or, uh, CBN to THC. Strawberries and cream CBD to THC. One-to-one ratio. Um, rebrand, rebranded as Happy Balance. Again, check it out. OGs right there. All right, Justin, I need Speedy Luke fam to be incorporated into the offense this year more. Uh, Jed Fish did a great job last year. The one thing I wish is they, and again, I know Speedy got hurt or fam, but I would like to see, uh, I got to see him get the ball 10 times a game. Don't care how, don't care when. It could be kick returns, end arounds, whatever. 10 times a game for Speedy Luke, Justin. I like Speedy Luke a lot, and unfortunately for him, he dealt with uh, injuries not only last year but in the spring too. Uh, right. He was held out for a number of practices. Arizona's running back depth was all everyone talked about going into it with Michael Wiley, with DJ Williams, with Jonah Coleman, Speedy Luke. You still got Stevie Rocker right there. The list goes on and on. And then the only scholarship running backs available at the end of spring were – who was it? Jonah Coleman and right. Stevie Rocker. Right. All the running backs got hurt this year. I don't know what Rayshon Speed and Luke was dealing with, but he is so twitchy and 
fast and so he's fun football to watch. fast, not just I mean his we've seen guys, we've seen the TJ Johnsons with all due respect that are fast, but you know, they're not they're not making guys miss. Speedy makes people miss and then he runs does. away from them. He does. And you know, you saw it in the spring game, there's there's a there's a lot there. Rayshon Speedy Luke is, is going to be a really good player at Arizona. And you saw it, you know, in the All-American game where he committed to Arizona, all of the things that he could do. Um, I believe he took one of the house like 60 yards. And I think he also had like a kick return for a touchdown. So everything you saw from that All-American game is exactly what you're going to see out of Speedy Luke as he matures and gets older. Uh, but I think it's a perfect scenario for him because he's going to be playing behind so many really good running backs. Like, D.J. Williams is still a really good back. Michael Wiley is the leader of that pack. And then you have Jonah Coleman, who had such a great spring. And for Speedy Luke, if he wants to play in the NFL or play at the next level or even make a difference at the collegiate level, keeping the tread on those tires is very yeah. important. You know, look at Kadeem Carey. I, always, I tell people this all the time. I think Kadeem Carey would have had a longer NFL career had he not gotten 35 touches a game at Arizona. Right. I, I, I really, I truly believe he would have actually stuck around at the NFL longer, but he got worn down and then he's having a great career in the CFL. But I think now that, you know, running backs, you have to preserve your shelf life as long as possible. And so being a part of this mix of really good running backs, I think is going to be really good for speedy. I'm curious to see how many touches a game he's going to get, but I know one thing for sure, he's going to have his fingerprints on the offense one way or another. All right. Now, we got to talk about the defense here. All I need, and I've been saying this for um, day one, I just need the defense to be the eighth worst in the conference. I know that sounds terrible, but if they're the eighth worst in the conference or the eighth best, depending on how you want to look at it, I believe that this team will be a bold team because I think this is going to be a top four offense. Justin, I just need them to show improvement this year. I don't need them to be great. Just need them to show improvement on that defensive side of the ball. So there's one game in particular that could have got Arizona into a bowl game, and that's against Cal. Oh, Jaden. Are we going to talk Jaden Not? <laughs> Jaden Not went Barry Sanders, or uh, Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl in, in, against the Arizona Wildcats. And I think if Arizona were able to – if they were able to stop the run that game – and they didn't stop really stop the run all season long, but that game in particular because they had Cal on the ropes. Right. They were going to go to a bowl game. Uh, or they were they were going at least going to beat Cal that day. But then Jaden Knott just continued to punch it in the face and run and break off these runs. And 354 yards later, Arizona loses that game. When you look at all the losses that would have gotten Arizona to that 6-6 six and six threshold, that Cal game stands above all the other ones. Yeah. And they needed to figure out a way to stop the run. So how do you do it? Well, you got to get good linebackers. you got to get guys that don't miss tackles. And so many times last year – I love those guys, but if I had a nickel for every time Jerry Roberts uh, had a missed tackle or CY you know, coming CY, up, in the box. Uh, CY or uh, Colby Cage would also miss some tackles as well. And I, I, I like Colby a lot, but you know, there mm -hmm. were times where he struggled last year. Um, it, there were so many missed tackles. So linebacker play was a little up and down. And then, you know, Jacob Manu comes in and kind of shows that he's undersized or sawed off as uh, Paul Rhodes, former sawed off. Yeah, anytime a player's undersized, he's a little sawed off. But uh, but Jacob Manu is a sawed off linebacker, came in and just made plays that was so impactful. It was a Pac-12 freshman 
of the week. Uh, I think it was against Washington, if right. I'm not mistaken. But, you know, Jacob Manu showed he's a really good linebacker. Okay, so now you got a good linebacker. Now you're going to get another one. All right, yeah. so we got Arizona's got Justin Flo. They got Daniel Haimuli. All right, so linebackers are good. But how do you stop? How do you, you got Leviticus Sua then coming in as well. Leviticus Sua as well. You know, so how do you how do you get these linebackers to make those plays? Well, you got to get good up front. Tai Tai Uyagale showed that he's a solid defensive lineman for Arizona. Tia Savea, if he stays healthy, is really mm-hmm. good. Russell Deuce Davis, the guy who led Arizona in sacks a couple of years ago out of Chandler Hamilton High School, he's now 35 pounds heavier and is looking right. really good as a as a year two guy. And then you go out and you get a couple of big men, a couple of six six. 300 plus pounders. And so you get Tyler Manoa and you get Bill Norton. My concern is Tyler Manoa was moved to offensive line, you know, and those guys who are, you know, switching positions, you're wondering, are they just kind of average? They're just right. not really good at one thing. They're just kind of average at everything. And they're just trying to figure out what he works at. But it's, I get, I got to give Tyler Manoa a lot of credit. I know it's spring ball. And you take it with a grain of salt, but he looked good, but, man, but he, he looked, looked really good. good. He was swatting down passes and getting to the quarterback. He was stuffing runs. Bill Norton out of Georgia. Again, he didn't really make an impact. We didn't have a picture of Bill Norton. We tried to look on the Associated Press hotline, and we couldn't get a picture of him because he didn't really get into the game of Georgia over the the last four years. So Bill Norton, I was a little skeptical of him. But big body plugging in the gaps and is allowing these linebackers to make the plays, and they're getting TFLs. They're not allowing six to seven to eight yards every single run. They're actually making plays at the line of scrimmage. And that's what Arizona desperately needed last year. And now I feel confident in saying that they're going to have that this year. All right, let's talk about the secondary here before we sign off. But first, Fubo TV. All right, you might say, Mike, what can Fubo TV do for me? do a lot for you. You got 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream TV live from any device. Watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price. And you can start immediately with a seven-day free trial. Again, you can watch your Arizona Wildcats on Valley Sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for your 15% off your first month of Fubo TV. Again, no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching thousands of hours of cloud DVR, including at no extra charge. All right. Ephesians Prysock. A lot of people, um, you got uh, Christian Roland Wallace moving on, obviously. This is the dude to me at that cornerback spot. We we talked about him a little bit before. I believe that he's got to be that guy that takes the next step. And I do believe he's going to be the guy that takes that next step. Um, I like everything about him. I like his size. I like the way he moves. He moves like a smaller dude than six foot two. I have big, big expectations for Prysock this season. Ephesians Prysock learned so much from Christian Roll Wallace last year. And I, and I think it was the, the first half of the 2022 season was really like a true training camp for these players. They got to see games. They got to learn from these players who have stuck around for the last couple of years and then they've been slowly implemented into the lineup you saw that with Jacob Manu at linebacker uh, you started to see that with a bunch of other guys even in the secondary Deuce Davis, Deuce Lane they both Deuce, yeah they uh, up front Jacob Rich yeah. you know all these guys slowly start to become a big part of the defense and 
you know, Johnny Nansen reached the point last year where he's like, listen, we need to figure out a way where we can get the best guys on the field. And he deployed the, the dime package, the, the one that's right. got the, the seven different defensive backs. Right. Or no, it's, it's called dollar. Sorry. The, the dollar package. It's got the dollar package has seven DBs on the field. And when you get all of these safeties and DB type of players on the field, you're allowing these guys to get out of space and make a lot of hits. And DJ Warnell really started to come on last year. Gunnar Maldonado, Ephesians Prysock, Takario Davis. And now all these guys are all – Isaiah Taylor. Isaiah Taylor, who made the game-sealing interception in the Territorial Cup. And Isaiah Taylor, he's a, he's a great prospect to me because he learned a lot from Jackson Turner, who's now at UNLV. Yeah. So Isaiah Taylor took over Jackson Turner's spot. And if there's any positive takeaway that I have for Arizona this spring, it's Isaiah Taylor's ability to just be an absolute ball hawk. It honestly felt like every practice or two, Isaiah Taylor would come down with one or two interceptions. Right. I don't have the unofficial stats, but I guarantee it, Isaiah Taylor had like five and a half to six and a half interceptions this spring. Right. And if you think about it, Arizona, they ranked last in the Pac-12 in interceptions last year with four. So Isaiah Taylor turning into that ball hawk, the guy that's going to make plays and intercept it, Ephesians Prysock being a lockdown Jalen Ramsey type of cornerback, but a guy who still goes up and makes an interception from time to time. Arizona secondary is getting a lot better. Um, it's, it's all about getting in that weight room, though, getting bigger, stronger, and faster because there's anything that you can take away from the Pac-12. Receivers are nothing to mess around with. You have to be able to stay with some of the best talent in the country at that position, and you got to get in the weight room and get stronger in order to do that. And Tyler Owens is the right guy to be doing that right yep. there. T.O. Yep. definitely knows what he's doing. All right. He is the great Justin Spears, and I say great, and I mean great right there. You First of all, check him out on Twitter, Justin Esports. I kid you not, he goes viral all the time, whether it's Kyrie Irving, <laughs> whether it's inside the NBA, Tommy Lloyd on ESPN, a man of all seasons on social media right there. Listen to him 7 to 9 every uh, Monday th uh, through Friday with uh, Spears and Ali. And, again, read all of his work at the Arizona Daily Star. Get the Wildcaster app. You can download it for free. And before we sign off, though, Justin, is Arizona going bowling this year? What say you? Are you going to be traveling with the team to a bowl game this year? I will be traveling wherever they go. Uh, where that is, maybe at Los Angeles for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm going to go ahead and set the over-under at six and a half wins, and I will take the over. Wildcats finish the season seven and five. So you're back in the A to seven and five right there, Justin Spears. Seven and five. All right. He's Justin Spears again. Listen every morning, seven to nine. It's must uh, listen to radio. Justin is always you. your beast, bro, and I'll talk to you soon, homie. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.